0: Hello, you are listening to the Secular Buddhism Podcast, and this is episode number 11. I am your host, Noah Roschetta, and today I am talking about the parable of the raft. Before we jump into the topic, I want to remind you that this podcast is produced every week Covers philosophical topics within Buddhism and secular humanism. And episodes one through five serve as a basic introduction to secular Buddhism and to general Buddhist concepts. So if you're new to the podcast, I definitely recommend listening to the first five episodes in order. After that, all other episodes are just meant to be individual topics that you can listen to in any order. And something I like to mention before starting is that uh, a quote from the Dalai Lama where he says, Do not try to use what you learn from Buddhism to be a Buddhist. Use it to be a better whatever you already are. Just keep that in mind as you listen to this podcast or to any of the topics discussed within the podcast series. There is no intent here to convert anyone to anything. I'm just sharing uh, what's meaningful to me as I've studied Buddhism in the last uh, many years and uh, trying to share it in a way that can inspire you to be a better whatever you already are. So remember, if you enjoy this podcast, please feel free to share it, write a review, give it a rating, all that really helps. Uh, now let's jump into this week's topic. Hi guys, I am excited to talk to you today about a parable called the Raft Parable. And this is a well-known teaching in Buddhism that uh, I think is, is quite popular because it has a, a great message. Um, and this comes from the Algadupama Sutta and this is also called the water snake simile sutta, or teaching. And the idea here, it's two different stories, and the first part of the story is about a water snake, and the second part of the story is about a raft. Um, And they go hand in hand, and there are various interpretations of what this parable means and what the moral of the story is. But just to give you a background really quick on the actual story, the first part of the story is about a man who approaches a water snake and he picks it up from the wrong end. He grabs the tail end, the snake turns around and bites him, and it's a poisonous bite. And, um, you know, he regrets that he picked it up the wrong way. And the moral of that story is about uh, when you're learning the teachings of the Buddha or the Dharma, um, if you grasp them in the wrong way, it's going to have consequences. It'll, it'll put us in danger. Uh, so the idea is that we, as we're studying and learning the teachings of the Buddha, uh, they need to be understood correctly because to understand them the wrong way is very much like picking up a snake uh, from the wrong direction. This understanding in the water snake part of the story is probably what Nagarjuna had in mind when he said, emptiness wrongly grasped is like picking up a poisonous snake by the wrong end. And then the raft story immediately follows the snake story. And the idea of the parable of the raft, that there is a a person who comes to a large body of water and he's trying to get to the other side. And this can be a river, it can be an ocean. I think it's told differently in different translations or in various interpretations. But again, the idea is that he's there, he needs to cross to the other side, there's no way to do it at least safely. So he starts to assemble all of the components that he needs to build a raft, Uh, the twigs and the branches and the rope. And he spends all this effort and time building a small raft. And once it's put together, he relies on this raft to keep himself afloat. And he makes his way across the body of water to reach the other side. And then once he reaches the other side, the, um, the idea is, now that he's there, is he supposed to leave the raft, or is he supposed to drag it along with him or carry it on, on carry it on his back? And what the Buddha taught is that he should leave it. And he explained that the Dharma or the teachings are like this raft. They can be useful for crossing over, but not useful for grasping or holding on to. And it's a short and simple story, and it's been interpreted in many ways. And one of the understandings is that as you're studying the teachings in Buddhism, and you become awakened to what the meaning of of these teachings, what, what the meaning is of the teachings, are you supposed to continue hanging on to these teachings, or do you let go? And, you know, some argue that that is the interpretation. As you become awakened or enlightened, then you let go of Buddhism entirely. And others argue that that's not the right interpretation, that it has more to do with the way that you grasp or cling to these and what you're supposed to do is let go of clinging and that the raft isn't necessarily the teachings the raft is uh letting go of or clinging to the teachings Uh, again there there are several ways several arguments um my intention isn't to explain one of the arguments i like the parable for other reasons what I really like about the parable of the raft is the concept of something at one point being really meaningful in your life. Maybe a lot of energy and effort went into it. Um, you know, and this can be a relationship or a specific belief system, um, a job, something that was very meaningful to, to you. And a lot of time and effort went into building that. And then at some point in your journey or in your path, it's no longer relevant or important um, Well, it may be important, but it's no longer necessary because you've reached the other side. So you let go of it. And to continue to carry it would be, you know, taking this as an example in a relationship, it would be like being in a relationship with someone all the time and effort that went into making that relationship important and meaningful and successful is like building that raft. And then at some point, the relationship ends. You've reached a shore, a new shore where it was no longer necessary. And to continue to carry those, uh, the aspects of that relationship now that you're not with that person would be like carrying the raft. It's unnecessary. And it's actually just hindering your progress at that point. But one of the typical things that we do, assuming you are able to let go of the raft or leave that raft behind, it's, uh, I think it's also detrimental to look back on that specific phase of your life and think that it was a waste of time. So, for example, again, using the parable of the raft, at one point the raft meant everything. Your time and energy went into building it. Once you're on the raft and you're over the water or you're floating on the water, the raft is a matter of life and death. That's how meaningful that raft is to you. And once you reach the other side it's no longer necessary. And let's say somewhere down the road, even if you did, either you're carrying the raft or you left the raft behind, it would be silly to look back on that phase and say, man, I wish I would have never wasted time building that raft. That was stupid because you're saying this from the perspective of the person who's already at the point of the journey where the raft is no longer necessary. But it's like, we forget that at one point it was, and when you were on the water, that meant everything. So if you were to apply this to like a relationship or where I see this a lot is people who are transitioning in their faith journey. And maybe at one point they belonged to a specific religion or they understood um, life through the lens of a specific uh, school of thought or a specific set of ideas. And then later at some point in their life, they don't. And they look back on that and think, why did I ever believe that? How how could I have been so silly or uh, something to that effect, but it's the concept is the same as the raft. It's you know once you're at a point in your life where the raft doesn't mean anything to you, it's I think it's detrimental to look back and regret the time or energy that was wasted on building the raft because you're thinking I didn't need uh, I didn't need that. but you're saying that from the perspective of a place where you are now where the raft doesn't mean anything to you, it's not necessary because maybe now you're walking around. On dry land. But we forget that at the time where we were in that part of our journey, the raft did mean everything to us, Um, even if it doesn't mean anything to us now. So I, I kind of wanted to address this concept from the perspective of how in our journey, our faith journey, or our relationship journey, just the journey of life in general, we come across bodies of water. And at at that time, it's important to build the raft and to do, you know, spend all the time and energy on everything that we need to build a raft to cross that body of water. And during that time, the raft means everything to you. And if you pause for a minute and think about the various stages in your life where you were building rafts, these rafts are um, very important to you. They mean everything to you. And and it's different things, right? It can be, um, you know, if, if you're on a faith journey, it could be your your beliefs or your convictions. If it's if you're thinking about relationships, it could be a specific person. Or um, there's so many things I think that apply to this concept of the raft. If you were in a career, it could be the time and energy that you spent studying for the bar exam when you were trying to be learned to, to become an attorney or. Again, this is kind of endless. It can, it can apply to so many things across so many different spectrums. But these are our rafts. And in life, we're constantly building rafts. Wherever you are right now in your life, you're probably either building a raft or you're on the raft paddling to the other side of something. And one of the things, the two big mistakes that we make is, one, when we get there, we just put the raft on our back and keep on going. This is the concept of not being able to let go. And the second, assuming you are able to let go, is that you actually haven't let go because now you are angry at the phase of life that you feel was wasted for spending time on the raft, that now you feel, well, that's a waste, that raft isn't necessary. But we forget that at the time where we were in that place mentally or emotionally, it it was necessary. The raft was everything. It was a matter of life and death. So from this lens, the the parable of the raft, to me, for me personally, is the story of understanding what it means to let go. And I think there's another story that helps illustrate the teaching of letting go. And this is the the Zen story of the two monks uh, and a woman. And the way this story goes, there were two monks, a senior monk and a junior monk, and they're traveling together. And at some point in their travels, they come to a river Uh, that has a strong current. It's kind of a big river. The monks are getting ready to cross the river. And at that point, one of them sees a a young and beautiful woman who's trying to cross this river. And the young woman asks them for help. And the two monks kind of glance at each other because they realize they've taken vows to not touch a woman. And uh, without word, the older monk, the senior monk, doesn't say anything. He just picks up the woman, carries her across the river, And gently places her on the other side and then they continue their journey and as they continue their journey the younger monk just can't believe what happened and you know this is festering and he's thinking and thinking and at some point um he finally speaks up and he's like hey i don't get it we've taken vows to not touch to not touch a woman and how were you able to just pick her up and carry her on your shoulders and and put her on the other side, I don't get it. you You've broken your vow, and the older monk looks at him and and just says, "I put the woman down on the other side of the of the river. Why are you still carrying her And I think it's a simple Zen story, like all Zen stories, It carries a simple, beautiful message about the concept of letting go, and how often we carry something and we hold on to it and it's there and it's festering and it's on our on our mind because we were not capable of letting go and again the this zen story you know don't read into any of the the moral or ethics of the vows they had taken and none of that matters the point of the story the moral of that story is when you do something you do something and then when you're done you let it go And applying this to the other parable of the raft, it's very similar. There's a raft at the the time that it makes sense to have a raft or build a raft or be on a raft. The raft can mean everything. And then at the moment that the raft no longer means anything to us, or it's no longer necessary, you have the two options, you carry it with you, or you let it go. And I think that letting go also has two options. Once you've let it go, you either let it go completely, or you let it go and let it fester on your mind that you're mad that you ever carried it in the first place. And that would be silly when you think about the concept, just the the story of the raft, you know, it would be silly to look back and say, well, I can't believe I ever wasted time building that raft only because you've forgotten that there was a time when the raft did mean everything to you. So that's what I wanted to discuss a little bit in this a uh, brief podcast is the parable of the raft, and I would hope that you can spend some time looking into your own life and think what are the rafts that I've built in my life? what are the the bodies of water that I needed to cross, and in order to do so safely, I had to rely on a raft. And how did I build that raft? What was that raft to me, and in what ways am I still carrying the raft with me? Again, this might apply to relationships to faith transitions or journeys, to career transitions, parenting transitions, so many different applications here. But in what way do you continue to carry the raft with you? And if you have let it go, or at least you think you've let it go, in what way are you actually still carrying it with you because you let go, but you continually think of it and it's still there on your mind or you resent the fact that you ever had to carry the raft on your back or that you ever uh, had to be on the raft in the first place or that you wasted time and effort building a raft. I think there are so many levels that you can apply this to in day-to-day life. And I think it's a it's a worthy mental exercise to spend time thinking about the parable of the raft and the teaching that the Buddha taught specific to the raft was the importance of learning to let go of something that can be as meaningful and as important as a raft is, when your life depends on it, the raft means everything to you. But at some point when it doesn't, it's okay to let it go. And it can be detrimental to not let go. And I know in my own life, I can think of several instances where um, things were as important to me. These were my rafts. They meant everything to me. And I thought I had let these things go. And at some point, I'm like the younger of those two monks who realizes I haven't let it go. It's been festering. And I'm thinking, and at that moment, you, you kind of unleash the, the question like, why? Well, I don't get it. You were supposed to, you know, it's like you're talking to that senior monk saying, why, did, why were you carrying her? And that was hours ago or days ago or months ago or years ago. And, and the wise monk will say, I let that person down on the other side of the river. Why are you still carrying them? I, that's like I let the raft I let go of the raft when I no longer needed it. Why are you still carrying it? This is a matter of, of wisdom, right? It's not right or wrong. It's not saying you're wrong for doing this. It's just not wise. It's not wise to be carrying a raft when you don't need it. And at some point when you encounter a new body of water, then you're going to spend the time and energy building a new raft cross that body of water. But we don't just carry these with us. So that's the concept of the raft. I'd love to hear what you think of the parable and specifically what this parable means to you, uh, the various aspects, the water snake and how we grasp things and how dangerous it is to grasp them, to grasp things from the wrong end or improperly. And also the concept of the raft. What does it mean to you? What are some of your rafts? Let's talk about these. Um, you can email me or, uh, post it on our secular Buddhism Facebook group. Um, or on the blog post anywhere you want. I'd love to discuss these things, but see if you can get to the root of what some of your personal rafts are and in what, in what ways you can let go of these things. So if you have any other questions or comments about this, please feel free to get a hold of me again, like in all podcasts. If you enjoy this, please feel free to write a review through iTunes or give it a rating and share this with someone who you think might enjoy, uh, the, the, the things that I'm sharing and teaching on these podcasts. Thank you for your time. And I look forward to uh, sharing another podcast with you next week. Thank you.